Tina Burbine. And I'm Steve Hendrick. We're members of the Helping Advisors team. Welcome back to our Let's Talk Data series. In our last two episodes, we've talked about demystifying data governance and creating action-oriented data committees. Today, we're going to talk about the importance of having a defined approach for your MPI or EMPI because it impacts all of your organization's patient data. Before we jump into this topic, let's summarize what we've learned from our last two episodes since it'll help prepare us for today's discussion. One, data is a team sport. A positive side effect from the pandemic is that your data practices matured. So bringing the key stakeholders that were a part of the COVID analytics back together and wrap a charter around it. As the team is brought back together, keep it action oriented by focusing on making decisions. Even if a decision that may change over time, it's perfectly acceptable for it to be a decision that will work for now. This ensures the team is moving forward rather than being paralyzed by no decision. This is important as we begin talking about MPI data, MPI cleanup, and the growth into an EMPI, the ongoing EMPI data maintenance. Let's start by talking about what an MPI is and why it's so important. Steve, how do we define that? MPI stands for Master Patient Index and can be found at the individual system level or facility level, whereas an EMPI is an enterprise-wide Master Patient Index and is used across the entire health system. An organization's MPI or EMPI is a core foundational function of patient data for analytics and reporting because it provides a unique way to identify each patient and their demographic data and clinical information, which tracks the patient's activities across the entire continuum of care. When this is not well managed, there is a high cost impact to the health system. Blackbook Research reports that the expense of repeated medical care due to duplicate records is on average $1,950 per patient per inpatient stay and over $800 per ED visit. In addition to that, 33% of all denied claims result from inaccurate patient identification or information, costing the average health system $1.5 million and the U.S. healthcare system as a whole over $6 billion annually. The statistics Steve just shared are from 2017, which means the value and financial impact are even higher for 2020. Wow, that's a lot of loss, especially when we're talking about patient demographic data. And at the same time, when health systems are simultaneously trying to manage their financial recovery during the pandemic. When we think about examples from COVID-19 as they correlate to maintaining patient demographic data, we know that many teams have had difficulty connecting lab results to patient information. And due to the volume of people in a health systems community obtaining COVID tests, hotlines are often established to support community questions and the status of those test results. Patients are being asked to provide updated phone numbers and address information during these hotline calls. The information is sometimes logged in a spreadsheet, but the letters about the test results are being mailed based on information in the EHR. And many of those addresses are more than likely outdated. So this real world example shows the complexity that can occur when managing what seems to be very straightforward information such as patient demographics. The example Tina just highlighted also shows how important it is for healthcare organization team members to be able to access a patient's information quickly and accurately. 
financial, strategic care management, operations, quality, and patient experience are all business drivers for managing a clean MPI or EMPI. Steve just used the words clean MPI and EMPI. Don't worry, we're not referring to dusting. An MPI or EMPI cleanup is a focused effort to reduce the number of patient records to a very low percentage. Less than three is ideal. There are different reasons that drive when teams tackle this type of cleanup work. The first is simply acknowledging it's time uh, to clean up an existing MPI because it is a best practice. A merger and acquisition, system migration, or EHR change are also reasons that a team may decide to tackle cleanup and transition to an EMPI. Regardless of what team's reason is, it must be treated like a project. Develop a plan with resources, budget, and milestones each month that correlate to the reduced duplicate rate progress the team should be measuring and monitoring. Create a dashboard to publish the monthly cleanup progress and celebrate your success as you continue reducing the duplicate rate overall. There are three key areas that are easy to overlook when planning a cleanup project. One, underestimating the required budget. Cleanup cycles are often not well outlined with clear milestones and require the support of third-party vendors. Focused efforts during planning on the amount of cleanup the internal resources can manage and a deliberate decision about the supplemental support of a third party may need to provide will prevent budget overages and cleanup workflow bottlenecks after the project kickoff. Two, take advantage of a no-cost duplicate analysis from a third party vendor. This could be your EHR or a third party EMPI toolset provider. Look at the different types of options there are to address some of the cleanup with automation. Three, gaps in workflow, such as patient registration, data entry processes that may need to change, or field requirements implemented. For example, no more free text address fields. These areas can be mitigated by having a defined cleanup strategy in place. This includes, define an approach and tools that will be used. Establish how the team will be identifying the duplicates, overlays, and overlaps. Determine if your current MPI toolset can support this criteria. Establish how the errors and unmerge work will be addressed. Distinguish between automated cleanup work and manual cleanup work since both need to be managed in parallel but managed differently. Establish metrics based on your duplicate analysis for the team to measure progress against regularly. Create a plan and make sure it aligns with other organizational activities. HIM plays a major role in the cleanup and maintenance. It's important to understand other initiatives the HIM team is also leading and any pending data migration or system go-live dates that the cleanup work is needed to support. Outline and document the cleanup pro cycle process and all the handoffs from beginning to end, including the steps a third-party vendor may be engaged to manage. Those are all great tips about planning for an MPI or an EMPI cleanup. An important impact of this work is that an organization completes its cleanup, their patient record data practices mature. Steve, could you explain what we mean by that? Sure, Tina. There are strides forward that an HIM team will help the organization take by growing from an MPI to an EMPI. Growing from supporting various MPIs into an enterprise-wide EMPI means that additional data capabilities are unlocked as well. For instance, 
When organization has acquired an additional facility but maintains separate MPIs, sharing updated patient demographic information between locations or clinical information is extraordinarily difficult. Taking a maturity step forward and migrating all the facilities to a shared EMPI enables all patient data to be combined into one record accessible by all facilities as needed. The EMPI maturity model we've shown is tightly correlated to an organization's data maturity because the more a team matures with their patient demographic and patient record management, the more their analytics and data practices grow as well. So having a well-managed and maintained patient demographic data and with a low patient duplicate rate means that an organization will be more easily able to share and move patient data around. Leveraging your team's action-oriented data committee is extremely beneficial to support this work. As Revenue Cycle and the HIM team focus on MPI or an EMPI cleanup, any patient record or demographic data decisions should be shared with the data committee to avoid unnecessary consequences to downstream systems or data processes across the organization. Let's take modifying the gender field as an example. There are more than likely multiple source systems that have a gender field as part of the patient demographic data. In our example, we have three source systems on the left. Each of these three source systems contain different options for gender field choices as shown by the alpha characters inside each box. An HIM team focused on MPI cleanup may identify that standardizing these field choice options is needed, which will require the input of many different team members for the consideration of all of the additional downstream systems that could be impacted. So bring this type of discussion forward to the data committee since it's the most efficient way to achieve a decision and a go forward plan. Depending on the type of architecture in place, the data team may decide in conjunction with HIM and revenue cycle that a combination of pick list standardization and mappings are required across all of the systems. The most important point of this scenario we've shared is that it's a business unit's project leveraging the action-oriented data committee because data is a team sport. We're all collaborating around how to solve a particular issue or challenge. Tina, we've seen a trend in the industry where organizations are outsourcing their revenue cycle and analytics functions, including data management. Can you talk more about that? Yes, that's a great point, Steve. We definitely are seeing more analytic vendors offering to provide HIM and revenue cycle data management services now. However, when a health system chooses to outsource this to a third party, it does not eliminate the data decisions and data teamwork that is still needed to take place. No vendor will know your data like you and your team do. And so your guidance around data decisions is still needed by that third-party vendor in order to do the day-to-day -day work on your behalf. This means that the action-oriented data committee is still very much needed, even if analytics and HIM revenue cycle data management is outsourced. Let's summarize what we've talked about today. MPI or EMPI directly impacts an organization's patient data experience. If you're embarking on a cleanup, take the time to create a clear plan and approach. Leverage your action-oriented data committee to help support data decisions. 
And remember that as your team's MPI or EMPI processes mature, so do your analytic and data capabilities. So celebrate that. If you'd like to talk further with us about any of these concepts, please don't hesitate to reach out. We're passionate about data and we wanna see your team succeed. Look for our next episode in our series, Let's Talk Data, where we will discuss data migration and data archival. On behalf of Steve, myself, and the entire HealthLink Advisors team, thanks for joining us.